welcome to our next episode on the Quorum Podcast, a podcast of the Center for Ancient Christian Studies. In this brief episode, Coleman Ford and myself have a brief conversation with one another about this current season. With COVID-19 affecting the world at large, we talk about our own research endeavors, how teaching has been affected during this time, and hopefully we encourage others during this season. You'll hear corny jokes among friends, and also how we try to encourage others in their scholarship and pursuits of Christian virtue. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Current research that I have right now, as of two minutes ago, is uh, looking at medieval uh, practices of medieval pastoral care. So, oh, excellent! And I say that because I just had a conversation with a colleague who is very interested in medieval retrieval. And um, I am too. And I was just trying to think about how we could coalesce our two um, interests. So I'm, I'm on the spirituality side. He's on the ecclesiology side, systematic theology, ecclesiology, um, history and spirituality. And so we felt like pastoral care was that perfect bridge to make that the bridge. connection. We're crossing the bridge. So um, anyways, uh, that being said, uh, that's literally within the past few minutes, not like I've sat down and written out and read anything yet. So I just have a note here saying, find the texts. That's all I have. So that's incredible. That's my COVID research. How about you? That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, here, let me grab this cause I need a, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my research is it's pretty normal. It's long-term, uh, yeah. at least for the foreseeable free future. Cyril, uh, translating some of Cyril's works mm-hmm. that have yet to see English, which has been quite trying on my Greek abilities. It's mm. been thoroughly enjoyable. Pressing um, my abilities in Greek, pressing my abilities in translation, trying to make it readable. A big idea is working within Cyril's Trinitarian exegesis. Mm. What what is it that he's doing with the scriptures in order to uphold his doctrine of the Trinity? Yeah. So looking at reading practices, um, some of the some of the ones that I don't think that I it would reveal too much of what what it is that I'm finding because I am looking at some pretty unique things that I'm not finding in literature. Um, but more or less looking at what is pro-Nicene partitive exegesis. That's going to be one facet. And I know people are already talking mm-hmm. about that one. So I, I feel fine kind mm-hmm. of opening up about that one. Mm-hmm. But the, but the big idea is related to the big idea is related to, sorry, I was, I totally get right it. Now. I totally get it. <laughs> that's what happens when we're at home. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've already had. What, do you remember that CNN interview <clears throat> with the the girl walking in? She, she's looking pretty good. <laughs> Elbows out. I love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, it. And like the strollers like coming in right behind that. I can't tell you how many meetings that I've already had like that. Yeah. And yeah, I've just embraced it. Yeah. I just embrace it. Tell either my girl to come give me a kiss or my mm-hmm. man to come give me a hug. And just mm-hmm. embrace, <laughs> embrace that right. season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So part of part of Cyril's uh, Trinitarian exegesis is trying to understand him, um, 
in kind of two different ways. One mm -hmm. uh, set of literature is prior to the Council of Ephesus, 431. Mm -hmm. And so prior to this kind of Nestorian interaction, he has three big works about the Trinity. One of them has only been translated. And so the other one is the one that I translated. Hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully we'll do something with that after my Durham thesis comes out mm -hmm. and kind of that's finished. Um, but the other one is yet to see the light of day. Yeah. And so looking at all three of those texts and asking the question, what are his exegetical practices as he's trying to articulate the doctrine of the Trinity? Mm -hmm. Now those texts is, is it Greek? Is there a Latin translation? What's, what are you looking at with those? Yeah. Looking at predominantly Greek. Gotcha. Um, one of them is in the source Christians, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. three volumes in that. Uh, the other one is recently translated by David Maxwell, the commentary on John. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, there is no critical edition available. It's in the Petrologia, Petrologia mm. the PG. Right so for the picking. It is, man. It's, where is it? It's like right here. <laughs> it's right there. That's awesome. So love it. That's great, man. How are you feeling about that project? How are you feeling about what you're, what you're producing right now? Yeah, I, f I feel like for the first time, really turning a corner on, on pro uh, producing something unique, which has been kind of the enjoyable part of this uh, creative process. I, I, I know we've talked about it, this, you're not, uh, so I know I'm not alone in this, but part of the, so, some of the times of walking in these topics, you, no one has traversed it just yet, so you don't mm -hmm. know all the nooks and crannies of where this project's going. Right. So it's still in that phase of I'm still trying to feel out what is the cave system, if you will, of kind of this, this whole project. And so I don't have an end. The end's not there yet, but it's the, it's the, it's the crafting, crafting of the beauty of this project is still in play. Like that. Yeah. So what do you mean by cave system? Does that mean you go into a cave and you ride <laughs> on the walls and there it is. kind of see what comes out? Uh, sort of like caveman. That, yeah. like, that really is the, that was the yeah. metaphor that I was going for. Yeah. Uh, obviously that metaphor meat? landed. Yeah. Raw meat, uh, no cooking, pound no my cooking. chest. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Uh, walk around uh, shirtless. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I do that in cave or no cave. Doesn't yeah, matter. Good point. Yeah. Uh, really good yeah, point. So obviously not today because I wanted to give you the courtesy, not, not make you feel shame or guilt <laughs> at just how ripped I am. So that's exactly right. Oh, that's exactly gosh. right. So yeah. good. Well, what is look, so you are active in teaching undergrad, right? So yeah. what yeah. does that look like thus far? I mean, I know it's really fresh and new, but um, yeah, you, I mean, you, you've taught most of your classes online for, the majority of your time at CBU anyway. So has anything changed yep. or what does that look like? Yeah. So kind of over the past four to five years, if probably put a percentage to it, it might be 85, 80 to 85% online, 10 to 15% in, in classroom or, or some type of face-to-face -face. Mm -hmm. during the season. No, not a whole lot has changed in terms mm -hmm. of um, instructional output. Uh, what has changed is mental health. The mm -hmm. mental health of my students have increased wow. talking about anxieties, talking about depression, talking about, I don't know what's going to happen to my parents. I don't know what's going to happen to my job. Oh my. So education is, it's more or less, it feels like pastoral counseling than mm -hmm. education right now. Yeah. Uh, or in terms of 
proper um, uh, transference of knowledge. It, mm-hmm. it, I'm not saying that that's education, but I just mean that component. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But w- one of the things I think online education right now can afford us is uh, those who are more full-time and online have a real opportunity to help those that are in more traditional faculty settings. So, so for yeah. example, online education is not strictly face to face and it's not strictly uh, you lecturing and transference mm-hmm. of knowledge. That, that's why that mm-hmm. phrase is stuck in me, but it's learning how to facilitate the whole learning process. I, I feel like, I feel like teaching online has compelled me or um, coerced me maybe. Because I, I, I've I felt like I've wrestled with that system of just mm-hmm. trying to figure out different ways that students learn, and then different ways I, as a faculty member, can present particular topics to match particular learning objectives, learning outcomes, learning postures of, of the student. But during yeah. this season, like like you brought up. It's not not a whole lot has changed in terms of what does the class look like, but more or less, mm. mental health uh, yeah. has, has has drastically increased. Man, you know it's it's funny how um, I don't know. I just ha- I haven't read a lot. I tried not to read a lot on the situation. Uh, I mean, just what I need to know, kind of thing. Not go into the rabbit hole necessarily, but the projections economically are. are can be pretty dire depending on who you talk about uh, or talk to and, and what you read. Uh, but I've never even considered how that's affecting the mental health of students, uh, particularly those who, yeah, maybe are reliant upon parents providing for their education, paying for tuition uh, or in some combination of them working. And yeah, it's, and most students are probably in the industries that are most effective. So like restaurant, food service, I mean, that seems to be, I mean, that's what I did as a college student. I worked as a barista. So those are being affected. That's, man, that's, that's so, so crazy, man, to think about. Yep. Yep. So, that's right. That's right. So teaching slash uh, counseling. <laughs> oh, indefinitely. Like, yeah. For the yeah. foreseeable future. It, yeah. It's just, it's just going to be a new, it, it's new sets of students each week. Um, mm. Especially in the course of this, this time. And yeah. goodness, what, a, what a, what an opportunity for us to even shepherd students towards their local churches, towards mentors, towards comfort in these, in these mm-hmm. moments. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's a good, that's a good thought to have. And, you know, even just thinking about the reality of um, the different communities we're a part of, whether it's academic or um, the spiritual community with our local churches, um, you know, we're trying to think creatively as I'm sure you are too, with being an elder at your church, but just as a lay leader uh, currently at our church, you think creatively about how to continue having community with the people that we have community. So our small group, um, we're going to switch to a, an online video group uh, and have a you know an hour, hour and a half, which is typically what we already had, but set that aside for for the discussion and and mainly prayer time. Uh, but I was just thinking too. I sent out a message to our group. It's like, hey, you know, we're in this weird season. And we have some people who, yeah, their jobs already are being cut back, things like that. No one's lost their job yet. But, but just thinking about how to capitalize on um, the time we may have to dive into more spiritual disciplines, um, if nothing else, to grow in our reliance upon the Lord and then to 
by doing that, look at his word and look at um, ways in which we can pray and, and engage the Lord. So, um, you know, I think, I think it's incumbent upon us, as you mentioned, as a professor with students, but regardless of uh, our leadership level within the church or the academy, to find creative ways to love and care for those who are under us. Right. And then also to encourage them in ways that, um, you know, before we were probably doing that, like, okay, we need to trust in the Lord, you know, the Lord is sovereign, but really give some practical teeth to that and, and to really also come around people and uh, provide some caring mechanisms that before, again, we were ready to do, but most likely didn't have to do. Uh, and That's now right. we're really being put to the test. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's a unique season, very unique season for the church and for the academy, specifically the Christian academy, but really any, anybody serving in higher education. But, uh, uh, yeah, education that's right. Broadly. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's reminded me and build off of this if you want to, it's, it's reminded me the frailty of humanity. We're, mm, we're not, yeah. we're not, we're not scholars first. We're not mm-hmm. churchmen first. We're humans first. That stands right. for God and Christ in the spirit. Um, and so whether scholar churchmen, mm-hmm. none of those vocations altogether, we're still human. And so I, I can, I can recount just a number of scholars that I've already seen struggling with job security, struggling with, oh, yeah. um, income struggling with how do I, how do I still produce in this atmosphere? Mm-hmm. Um, and then let alone, uh, so, so for, so some of those that are kind of new to this, I, I pastor as well. And so even those that are in our local church, just mm-hmm. tons of tons of just heartache in terms of what's, what's going on in their soul. Uh, but what it does is that it reminds us we are human, we are frail. Um, and the Lord is the one who is the source of strength and provision and guidance for us. Yeah. That's right. Well, I hope that that, uh, that that's heard and that that's received. And of course, um, as the opportunities that we've been given to help encourage both students and church members, um, yeah, that that would be a unique opportunity for us uh, in this season. Uh, and then also just to remember that at the end of the day, um, the Lord was not taken off guard by this, not surprised by this. I mean, I, I think we have to, um, yeah, I think we have to, um, hold to a very firm foundation of God's sovereignty. Um, because if we don't, I mean, it really, the, the situation is hopeless. The situation is kind of a, uh, you know, what, what are we going to do? And, and is the Lord out to get us? Is the Lord vindictive? Um, you know, it just is not going to, it's just not pastorally sensitive. It's just not conducive really to the picture of who God is in scripture. And so, yeah, for us to continue to push those um, themes and, and those truths forward in the lives of the people that we get to care for, I think is really important and incumbent upon us. Uh, and then, then to recognize that, Hey, we struggle with that too. Like, um, you know, that's kind of a daily conversation. We're not necessarily worried about our job at this point, but um, just uh, what does it look like for our family dynamic in our health, we're working from home, you know, and with that communication, those kind of things that are changing, you know, people are joking about the COVID babies and divorces, you know, like that's a joke, but still, I mean, it's forcing people to um, hopefully in a good way, like uh, grow in their ability to um, relationally manage in their home and things like that. So just a ton of different 
conversations that uh, I personally haven't had to have. And so I'm just trying to be open and honest with those who are asking and just say, Hey, I don't know, but I'm praying and how can I pray for you and how can I encourage you? So um, that's, yeah, that's, it's crazy. So, but Hey man, with that in mind, uh, I'm going to go to a, uh, a faculty meeting via zoom. Uh, what are you about to do? My teaching and meetings have finished. So I'm off to research. So okay, I'll close well, out the day with a few hours. Okay. Well, lucky you. So, <laughs> <laughs> Every, lucky I you. scheduled everything in the morning today. Golly. <laughs> I, I had no choice. So whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. That's right. So, That's uh, right. Well, hey, friend, it was good to have a conversation about this and uh, looking forward to seeing, uh, yeah, in, in, in the best way possible, looking forward to see how this time may afford both scholars and ministers the opportunity to write, reflect, minister creatively. And um, yeah, if there's any way that I can encourage you in this time, please let me know. And um, yeah, just one day at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Be sure to check us out at ancientchristianstudies.com.